welcome to another episode of Common Nonsense with Kevin and Kobe. I'm Kevin, and um, give it a sec. Oh, yep, there he is. Coming down. <laughs> we'll want to do that again. And I'm Kobe. Yeah. Oh, we're good. Welcome all. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear you guys, even though I can't hear you. But I'm sure you're glad to hear my voice, as anyone should. I know that I'm really never too excited to hear your voice. I'm always like, oh, shit. You might hear go. a difference. Kevin's on a new mic. Oh, I know it sounds much better. Kevin's on my personal uh, studio mic that I make music with. And I'm sitting on here on one of these uh, blue you make snowballs. Music, or is it a blue Yeti? That's Whatever. A, that's a snowball. Yeah, Yeti, Blue Snowball, yeah, something like that. This yeah. is the dumbest name I've ever heard in my life. But, Anyways, yeah. yeah, I make music. Um, I get alternative rap, if you want to call it that. I don't. I don't really know. There's not a good genre name for it. It's just weird. SoundCloud rapper. Yeah, but it's way better <laughs> than like uh, what people have there in I, their mind for SoundCloud rap. Did you, you actually got skill though? So yeah, I do. Thank you. But. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, Lil Pump, he shaved off his eyebrows. And Lil Pump made a rock song. And what? it is garbage. It Wait, is, he's what? a loser. My dude is a loser. What? Why? Why? Why shave? Why did he shave off his eyebrows? Why did he shave off his eyebrows? Yeah, so actually I found that out because I was kind of curious as well. He was shaving his eyebrows on IG Live. Just doing quarantine things. As as one does. And so his eyebrows, I guess, are, are bushy or whatever. So he was shaving oh, I know them that down. Very well. He was shaving them down and keeping them actually clean looking. And uh, he made one too thin and basically nicked it off. And he goes, yep, they're coming off. And just <laughs> shaved them. <laughs> Which, I mean, who cares? It's quarantine time. You know, only a handful of people are going to see him. Yeah, no, at that point, it's like, oh, well, why not? There be, there are dudes that are like chipping. You know, like yeah, the I tops mean, of their heads off and looking like 1970s child molesters out there. Yeah, Zodiac killers. Yep, because like, Ted what Cruz. else is there to do right now? Yo, we're in this for the long haul. <laughs> this is a funny moment from Sass. Uh, when Ted Cruz spoke. Oh yeah, I ran to try to get uh, a question, and I was going to ask him if he was a Zodiac killer. Oh my god. <laughs> I think he would have thought that was funny. I know, I, like he seemed. He well, was he knows he knows the crowd. That. He knows you're here at Sass. Yeah, so he true. knows you're going for the meme value. It's yeah, a joke. Very true. Uh, so I think he would understand if it was out in the public. He'd probably be like, "Ah, it's old," but you know, he's at Sass. He'd probably go along with it. I do have to say, um, comeback player of the year, Ted Cruz, from that abysmal 2016 campaign to now, like, yeah, he's definitely making moves. I think, to say the least. In my opinion, I'm. I really think he's one of the he few. He accepted defeat well, quite well. He did, and not only that, he kind of understood why it is he lost, and he started to adapt to it. Like he realized he was too fucking serious. Well, it's not just that he was too nah, serious. Nah, that nigga was serious. But did his, you see pla- his, his platform face? itself needed work. He did look like the Zodiac killer because he no, was he did, always yeah. damn serious. Oh yeah, no, he, he was needed he, to calm the fuck down. Yeah, no, he took it. He did joke. take it way too seriously, and he's calmed down a lot. And I really think like. He, what he did probably did, and if you understand politics, you like how people in politics have to be. You kind, he's probably just like stopped putting up the politician facade. Probably, Um, and honestly, somewhat. Honestly, I think Ted Cruz is 
one of the few Republicans in the Republican Party, him, Dan Crenshaw, that truly understand where conservatism needs to go. What? And it's Dan trying- Crenshaw? Hey, I don't ever want to hear another fucking word from your mouth. Oh my god, I'm get off serious. Are you fucking serious, Dan Crenshaw? Are we gonna, are we gonna try to about, argue he advocates red flag laws? Christianity the other day? I didn't hear what he said. What did he say? He said Jesus was a, a, a like a, a archetype of like a story. And basically said that nigga didn't exist. I mean, if you want to take it, take it from the perspective of he, he said he if, if atheist wants an if, athe- if atheist argument is to be that Jesus never existed, then it, his argument is that Jesus's existence doesn't matter to the to the value of the stories. BS. I don't care. I mean, that's that's he where calls I, himself a Christian and he doesn't think Jesus I was mean, real, was alive. I'd have to see the exact quote with the with the context, but I can see like, and he promotes red flag laws, and I okay. will defend okay. that to right. what? Are you serious? You still have never actually shown me shown him advocating a red flag law to me. We've brought this up before. I say he advocates for training for human intelligence Which leads training. To what to what to what? There's no law behind it. Yeah, but his bill is. Exactly what we talked about last time with profitarianism has so much wiggle room. It would obviously no. Be it used. doesn't look. It, it does it, not increase their ability to enforce. How much education you have to have to be a police officer? I'm pretty sure uh, you have to have at least a master's in. Um... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you actually have to go to school to go to F- to be in the FBI? I mean, the FBI you have to have a master's most of the time. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're saying we have high IQ people learning how to identify people. Yeah. And he wants to take mostly low IQ people high school diploma and teach them how to identify threats like terrorists. So would and you stuff? rather them be trying to perform it without any training? No, I'd prefer them not to perform it at all. That's not their job. I mean, it is and it isn't. If their job is to be able to identify a threat in a situation, they need to yeah, be able if to someone identify has a, a threat. Has a bomb, and someone has a gun and is using the stuff in a malicious way, threatening, if they're projecting a threatening demeanor, if they are provoking action, yeah, they're obviously a threat. But that's not what that was talking about. That was talking about potential mass murderers, potential this and that. Yeah, it's reading. Dude, don't. I don't want no. Dude, I know know kids from my high school that are now cops. No, 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 no. They shouldn't have been given a gun and a badge in the first place. Okay, so your your argument is that they shouldn't be trained in it. Again, he's still not advocating for a red flag law. You're just against him advocating for for training. Look, he's. You're against his advocacy for training. I'm I'm against against him. He's not advocating a law. He said. Uh, there should be action or laws put in place to deter mass homicides and stuff like that. That on the surface sounds agreeable. And I, I assume every listener would say so as well. Yeah, that's an agreeable statement. Yeah. But listen to what it actually says. I think there should be more gun control because I don't realize, nor do I want to accept that less gun control equals less mass homicide. What? 
He literally is just pushing to put more laws that shouldn't be there in the first place, mm. which tells me he does not understand the Second Amendment, period. He has literally said the exact opposite of what you just... He That's has, not true. He has said, I am specifically not advocating for laws because I don't think they should be able to take guns. A training bill that is asking for a lot of whose money? Oh, taxpayers' money. So that's another law. That's another thing that he doesn't understand. Taking that much money to have the FBI go train dimwits? Are you... What? And no, not all police, policemen, police women are dimwits. But I know we all know one. Well, what they want is someone who's... They want, they want personnel within police departments who are trained in being able... It's not every officer. Every state has their FBI... Has yeah, but their it, FBI. Them, the FBI FD, can't cover everything at once. And neither so, can the cops. So here's the thing. And the cops shouldn't that, be covering Is that when people like the Parkland shooter are recommended to the local PD like nine different times and, and they come and out and say the they don't F, see a threat. And to the who? To the FBI? Yeah. Yeah. But they as can't, well, so both of them. But here's the thing: is the FBI can't handle all of them. That's why they want to be able to push it down to the local PD to investigate. I can tell you how the FBI could handle all of them. How? Ah, oh, putting guns in people's hands so oh, that that, they that get is deterred. also a solution, Kobe. That's the only but, solution. That, don't tell me that's a solution. That's the only that's solution. That's also and you know a that. solution. No, it's the it's only a part solution. of the solution. No, it's the, the only solution is to return firearms. I would, back I would like a police department to be people. more. I would like the police department to have personnel more educated so that they can a cut down on too. false claims so and don't b let them come in at a high be school. able to follow positive claims. Like, don't let them have a high school diploma. Tell them. Okay, there's a, there's a lot of police. I don't even CSPD, care if they get a social studies. Colorado Springs PD requires uh, at least a bachelor's. Wow, congratulations to, to Denver, them. Denver and Aurora, I Not everyone else. Not everyone else. It just depends on the department. A lot of shit, Most like people rural don't. areas, no, but a lot of cities, yeah. I, I doubt damn near any in the South, because we don't care. Because yeah. we pay them like crap anyways, because they're paid through taxpayer dollars. I know the ones and in my city have are, to, are, have their to be pay at up. least have a bachelor's. We'd have to bump their pay up to in order to cover them from college. Yeah, but you guys have the worst pensions ever. That was dumb. Oh, I know. They're horrible. Was it 90%? California, California is going to be drowning in debt. Is 90% it, of their income? It's 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 some ridiculous. I forget the exact figure, but... It's it's damn near like you're just paying them for the rest of this. Like yeah, I know. For every police officer that retires, it takes like... Probably like five to pay his check. Exactly. So it's... That's one of the big things about California that's looming in the distance is their unfunded liabilities and the trillions of dollars that they're going to be owing for it. Um, it sounds to me, in my personal opinion, do you know what I really think they should be doing? The police? What? I think the police, even with a high school diploma, I fix both options. One, you don't have to pay them as much. Two, they have to go through just one year of police school and they learn how to communicate with the community and teach. They do that for like six months at most PDs, but they do a terrible job. That's what the academy you know, is like. You know that's how many times I've is. been approached? I've been up here for four years, lived in Oklahoma for twenty years. How how many times I've ever seen a poster board, a flyer, a knock on my door to tell me that they are gathering the local community for one night to talk? They don't do that anymore. 
They did that okay. back in they need the to. 90s, and they didn't talk about anything important. No, what no. I do know, Broken Arrows told them, yeah, it's so safe here. We have four patrol cars at any given time. That's it. In Fort Collins? No, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, oh. back in the 90s, and Broken Arrow's big. Isn't it bad now? It's, Broken Arrow's really not that bad, oh, but great. they did pump up the cops, but everyone else did. When Bill Clinton did his, you know... Fight against crime bullshit. He pumped them up and gave them all SWAT gear, tank, damn near tanks yeah. and armored trucks, and then gave them a bunch of money if they employed more police officers and had them. He subsidized them. Yep. So now they're all massive. The small towns that should only have <sighs> one, I still see sometimes with three. And I'm like, how do you get this money? No, and in all honesty, I think that there does have to be a, just a drastic, you know, reorganization of how police and communities interact with each other. Um, it needs to stop being enforcement rather than they need. They need to stop, you know, meeting a, a, a you know, a imposing quota? a demand, a quota. Yeah, well, basically, the way it operates is now is that the police are out looking for criminals right i know they get hand out speeding tickets like like the candy even though uh, i know this in particular about texas i've read their constitution their driving code is in their constitution it's everywhere yeah i've read colorado's i've read oklahoma's i've read texas don't ask me why i've read all those states but anyways texas their speeding law not only do you have to speed, but you have to do one more thing. Damage property. Otherwise, it is not illegal in Texas. But no one takes them to court. Oh, my God. If I win. had free, I got a speeding ticket in Texas. Yes. It literally says, it doesn't say or, it says and damage property. You know how it does the ABC? Yeah. It's like someone has committed speeding if, A, they are sp- driving over, over the, the speed posted limit. speed limit. And B, damage property. I'm Texas, just gonna start flying 95. California has a weird loophole too, versus with driver's license. Oh yeah, no, it's because and I know that I'm not one of those sovereign uh, citizens, but there are particular states with these mm-hmm. loopholes. I guess you, you know, no, someone call. in California. The reason why it's popular is there's mm-hmm. a lawyer who's famous. Like he he has argued so well for everything. As long as he's within California, he's argued he doesn't need a driver's license, and it helps. Exactly. He's argued like sp- he's argued no. so many different yeah. things uh, over it. Y'all's and constitution is very loose when it comes to the it is. But boat. as soon as he goes over state lines, he's yes, he's screwed. You're screwed. But you're screwed. But he has he is the basis for that popular sovereignty thing. But here's what a lot of people who try to claim it don't understand. Yeah, he's a really really good lawyer. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he's like one of the top. He's one of the top defense attorneys in California, I'm pretty sure. And unfortunately, um, I do think most judges, even though you just read off their literal code yeah. and say it says literally, it says and, it doesn't say or, I have to damage property, they'd probably say, uh, well, you can take that up in the appeals and yeah, drag it out for you because it, it pads all their pockets. Well, yeah. Cops, judges. It's... It, our our justice system really needs to get 
you know, an overhaul. Th- there needs to be an overhaul, which, you know, we all, everybody understands that there's a really big problem within our judicial system right now with, uh, you know, legislating from the bench and everything like that. And that's something yeah. that, uh, again, President Trump is trying to do a great job to fix by appointing as many federal judges as possible. But at the end of the day, there's still so many, so many politicians playing judge within, within our judicial system. You look at California, you look at New York, like it's bad. Yeah. And I understand that he's doing that. Um, And I appreciate that, but there's no way with all that he's appointing. I mean, they're all going to be better than, but they're not going to be what we want. Yeah. That's what sucks. Well, is is they may be pro gun, but they would still say, "No, the ban on bump stocks is okay." Or yeah, we're pro gun, but yeah, for sure you can't own a machine gun post 1986. Yeah. That... Even though that's silly and we all know that we should be able to own that if we so desire. Because it's not about what we need, it's about what we can do and can have, period. People ask me all the time, why would you want a semi-auto rifle? And I say, because I can. I, I, well, first off, I want it because it's fun. But even if I didn't want it, I don't care. I still have one <laughs> just because I can. That's exactly right. I, I I do that with a lot of things. I think that Kevin, do you own anything that you pretty much only have just because you can? I mean, gaming consoles. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Those are in need. Those are in need. In Not the... your PlayStation Three. <laughs> no, I I definitely I definitely have stuff that falls within that category just because I can. Yeah. Um, shoes, particular shoes, tend to be it. Um. Because most of the time, people's answers is just because I want it. Yeah, that's a that's the most vague answer ever. It's pretty much just because you can have it. Yeah. You can afford it at that time, and you like what it looks like. In fairness, like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's that should be justification in itself. It's like in Parks and Rec when Andy goes into Ron's mom's uh, gun room. He goes, "Whoa, are you sure you need all of these?" Uh, excuse me? Are we living in America? Yeah. Then that means I don't have to answer questions like that. <laughs> that's that's facts, though. <laughs> it's a, Yeah, exactly. It's not about what you need. It's just about that you can. Yeah, but in America... You, you have be- the obvious right to defend yourself. It's so obvious. And I mean, I think a big problem is that no one ever really defined what a weapon or what something for self-defense is. Any tool. And well, you got you got to consider because somebody brings in the nuclear warhead. I don't think you have a right to a nuclear warhead. I'll tell you why you don't. Why is that? It's only offensive. It's not defensive. Exactly. My thing is a a tool for your own self defense is a tool intend whose intended use is supposed to be against another individual. It's not supposed to have Mm -hmm. its single use. Does not have the potential to damage others inherently like a bomb if you will that's fair um because grenades hell yeah no because grenades have a blast radius as well hey if someone 
if you live all alone yeah and you drop it off around the hallway because you are being intruded on oh within your own house that's a different thing but that's defense but yeah, i but mean yeah fair you enough. could carry it too you know what yeah, grenades. We'll throw grenades in there. They can definitely be used defensive. They're well, not yeah, so no, offensive. you absolutely can, but it's because that they contain a blast radius. Blast radius, dude. When you shoot a gun, yeah. you can miss, and you are responsible Fair. for it. But if I hit my target, it's just gonna stop there. Yeah. Well, if you hit your target with a grenade, it's going to send shrapnel everywhere. As long as you, just what I'm saying is you're responsible for every piece of that grenade after it leaves your hand. Okay, yeah, no. I think and that's so fair. if I you think, cause yeah. collateral damage, you have to pay up. Just yeah. like a gun though. And I think it's this would cover like, like there's a shotgun. Yeah. People miss high and they still hit their target, but one piece of shrapnel, as you say, mm-hmm. misses the target and is flying everywhere, quote unquote. Um and Damage has been definitely done. Yeah. Uh, window damage is the most popular. Oh, yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> like, absolutely stray bullets, ricochets, those are, those are a thing. And that's why, Kobe, what is one of the four main rules of handling a firearm? Uh, it's always loaded. That's one. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Uh, finger off the trigger. Your finger is that safety. Uh, the safety is in your brain. Well, the, the finger is the one. safety. Uh, the safety's up here, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> never point it at anything. You aren't willing to destroy? And know what's behind your target. Know what's behind your like, target. That's right. I always forget that So, one. So if, you're, if you follow the I rules know, with your I'm, weapon. I and, know it. So no, but what I'm saying is, so if you can follow those rules with your weapon, <laughs> uh-huh. chances are... A miss is not going to hurt someone else. Oh, right? very true, very true. So what I'm saying though is, if you're in an M1 Abrams tank with a with a you know the 110 millimeter cannon with a high explosive round in it, in an urban area, um, yeah, you gotta know what's behind your target. You can't knowing what's behind your target isn't good enough because you got to know what's around your target too. So yeah, it kind of it kind of sets limitations within there, like. The limit should be on the kinds of ammunition you're not allowed to use, not the thing that's launching it. So you can have a tank, but but the rounds it launches have to be solid rounds. They can't be high explosive rounds, uh, rounds intended to do area damage. Because I think what's really important is people need the problem is that people have not identified what it is that makes a weapon for self defense versus overt military action and we know what what those what the you and i can tell the way i put it is is if the is if its use is intended to um take out an individual at a time it is for self-defense that puts all machine guns in there yep that puts you know 50 caliber rounds in below in there rpgs yep no Yes. No, dude. No. So here's the thing: an RPG is fine as long as the as long as the ammunition is solid, as long as it's not a high explosive round. If you live out in the country, and someone is on oh, you your can land, stockpile it all you want. I'm saying you could obviously shoot it. But I'm I'm talking about for damage. I'm talking about for open carry purposes, not private property purposes. Because there has to be a delineation between the two. Like, right, you, there should up, be no up. limit on you having a tank on your private property. 
But if you're trying to drive it down the roads that are not built to handle a 72 ton. I'll uh, defeat your argument in two seconds. Okay. My grandmother. Yeah. Lives on a highway. Yep. If she were to cross the street. Yep. To the other side of her land. Yep. She would be on public property. I mean. If she was carrying an RPG. Your law would say. Take my grandma to jail, and you ain't taking my grandma to jail. So, re-adjudicate that that highway crosses over her private property. Yes, it does. I think that that if there's if there's someone owns two adjoining pieces of land on either side of a public highway, they technically own the land under it as well. There's no way to say that that's not their land. It, yes, there is because but, of government. What if she builds? What if she builds a walkway over? Uh, the FFA would have to be contact. FAA would have to be uh, contacted. Okay, well, let's just say grand- <laughs> grandma's able to build. Okay, so again, again, so we'll figure we'll figure a way around that one. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's funny. But uh, what if she went underneath because she owns the mineral rights? Yeah, that'd like, be the only get her, way. Build a tunnel underneath. That's but, a perfect solution right there. But what I'm saying is like, yeah, but that no would limit, require but me to work with so, the government. So let's and have a good faith money. Let's have they a good would faith have to build it here. for me. And if they built it for me, <laughs> it would be used by taxpayer dollars and therefore be public still. No, because that's the government's price for using your land. Is building an underground tunnel. Yes. Your price for them using your land to put a road over is building, giving you but access. But wouldn't they be using my money too? Uh, yeah. I mean, yes uh, and no, but bleep, if that's, bleep. but if, hey, bleep, look, bleep, it, bleep. yeah, no, but that's, that's what the government is. That's what the I local know, government I is know. for I'm, is to build I'm, those I'm, roads. I'm yanking your chain, man. This shit's richer than four foot up a bull's ass. I'll yeah. tell you, I'll <laughs> tell you so having the good faith argument of not that, um, but you get what I'm saying? Like if you can have your 72 ton fully decked out M1 Abrams tank on your property, but the minute you drive it off your property and start destroying every road you go on. Oh, uh, hold up. You ain't got to destroy roads that you go on. They drive on the road just fine. Oh, God, no, they don't. No, they don't. They you, you, no. you upgrade You upgrade oh. that, that, that track they got on there. It ride over, no, no, ride no, no, over no. Just fine. You do not, you know, you do not put those on roads at all. They destroy. Fort Carson has the tank trail, which is a strip of solid, like 10, like not 10, but about five foot thick concrete that they run through the entire fort specific. It's the only road the tanks are allowed to use. I know because anything else destroys, they destroy the road. That's because after multiple times you go over it. Yes. Who? Because that motherfucker's slow. Would realistically those drive things go it every fifty-five day. miles an hour, man. They have like nine thousand. They have like it nine thousand horsepower. Concrete. engines. I know, I know. They're fast as fuck on like flat sand and shit. They're and dirt. They're, they're faster on concrete. <laughs> that don't always. That don't always. Yeah, no, they're fat, dude. Those things. Those things hit fifty-five. I'm just saying, that's not always with a stable turret. That'll. You know, have you seen the the video of it the like German gyros, tank? Bro? That with the gyros that yeah. came out and they could hold the beer. Yeah, right. American tanks have been able to do that since the 90s because guess what? We have the most advanced. You're trying to tell me they didn't have that shit in the 80s? I mean, no, I mean, like, I think the early 90s, the early versions of the M1 Abrams were the first ones to have it. So for whenever it was coming out, that was the first time it was really seen. Yeah, um, I know that's the first time it was seen, but... Uh... 
the government is definitely known for having stuff before we get to see it. Well, yeah, no. Obviously, it was coming before that, but it's only been improved since then. My God, are those things wonderful, man. Hey, let me ask you something. Yeah. You have met and talked with some of the Spec Ops people. Yeah. Um, I just want to see if my coach, he was not a lying type, um, but I just want to make sure that his story is actually halfway decent. And all I wanted to know was he said that his brother was an electrical engineer and that some of these spec ops uh, had essentially arm armbands that told time and had uh, coordinates of their other, uh, what do you guys call each other? Like our call signs and stuff like that. Like, okay. Uh, but like... Uh, our squads and... Squad, yeah. Squad yeah. members and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and heart rates and stuff like that. And pretty much live TV. Um, and it, I guess, be touchscreen or whatever. And I was just curious if you'd seen any of that or heard or used whatever. Well, I mean, obviously the military is always trying to figure out a way to like, you know get as much data as possible so any kind of biometric you know any kind of technology that enhances their ability to get biometric data and stuff like that i don't you know i don't doubt that it's you know something like that's probably out there you know they have you can basically just strap a smartphone to someone's arm and you can the limitations of what they're able to access or what you yourself can make them access so if you have the ability to talk to them and get their biometric data on the spot and figure that I don't doubt that they have stuff like that. I've never seen it myself, but I don't doubt that it's out there. Yeah, um, okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I was just asking simple opinions since you are in the military and stuff like that. I mean, I've, I've worked with uh, pieces of technology that, you know, integrate wrist wrist action into how it operates but it's at the end of the day it's basically they just put a smartphone in a good case and that's what you get yeah. and, it, and it, there's no problem with that because i mean smartphones are incredibly powerful machines so yeah for sure um yeah that that's all i wanted to know that's what i figured <laughs> yeah um but i figured i, I mean it's sure a pretty that. simple concept i mean you've seen in for in sure. hospitals that they can basically get apple yeah, watch yeah and like Fitbits. exactly they, they so tell... to think that the the military doesn't have some kind of high-tech adaptation of that i think would be yeah. ignorant to say that yeah. that doesn't exist uh, so. well this was just back in the day um this was post osama bin laden and he was yeah, referring. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 would, referring. I would say on the whole, I don't find it unbelievable that yeah, that was there. So. That's what I thought. And Especially Fitbits, if he's an electrical Fitbits engineer. Fitbits were like knows. an extremely new yeah. thing. Apple Watches, I don't think, had come out. Probably not. Um, it, I guess it was 2012 or so. Apple usually gives the technology just a little bit of time to develop before yeah. they put out a, a you know a fantastic product in the sector. So Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, I'm a I fan of Apple products myself. So. is in communications with with these leading tech guys in case they I mean find something that's crazy and and I mean we all know that part of Google like you know Google is partially privately funded and partially there's gover there are government you know the government contracts the Google to fulfill a lot of its software needs so yeah. Oh yeah um Microsoft Yeah Microsoft as well all uh government encrypted communications are run through a Microsoft server. Oh, encryption. You mean the thing the government wants to take away from the common man? Yep. Hey, can we uh, 
take a quick moment to throw a giant fuck you to every single person in Congress and the Senate that supports the bill that will remove end-to-end encryption from various things like, you know, iMessage, WhatsApp, whatever, you know, whatever there is out there. There is a bill out there signed partially sponsored by one Lindsey Graham who everyone thought had turned a corner from being a pansy-ass little bitch and is, in fact, still a pansy-ass little bitch, just hides it a little bit better. Lindsey Graham, we see you. Uh, Anyone else signing this bill, we see you. And this is a horrible violation of our rights. The fact that they want to remove end-to-end encryption and then introduce uh, government backdoors into this crap, oh my God. Ladies and gentlemen, we cannot continue to just let these encroachments onto our freedoms you know continue we need to be active and speaking out against our representatives no matter what that little letter is next to their name that shouldn't matter what matters is are they acting in preservation of my rights i'm looking at you marco rubio oh my god like it's this is i have saved a clip and matter of fact i'm gonna mark this you guys are gonna hear this clip here in three two one. I absolutely believe that in this country, if you are 18 years of age, you should not be able to buy a rifle, and I will support a law that takes that right away. That was Marco Rubio saying yes, and he quotes, I am willing to take that right away. Remember, anything the government, any right the government can grant, the government can take away. The government cannot grant us any rights. They can only convince you that they do and then take it away from you. The only way they can take these rights away from you is if you let them do it, because at the end of the day, these are inherent to your existence and we need to fight for them. These encroachments, again, we cannot tolerate this. Let's talk about the four senators, I think it's at least four senators that got a special briefing on the coronavirus and immediately started making trades within the stock market, having their people make trades. It is disgusting. And every single one of them should be removed from office and thrown straight into jail. And every single congressman or senator that is advocating for the removal of end-to-end encryption in our technology, they should all they should be removed from office. You should vote them out of office. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna try to find this bill for you and we'll link it within, uh, within the description of this podcast. The bill is Congressional Bill 3398, the Earn It Act of 2020, sponsored by, dun da 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 Mr. Soyboy Beta Cuck, Lindsey Graham, woo-woo. of course it's fucking Lindsey Graham, that mother, ladies and gentlemen, always remember If it seems too good to be true, if it seems like he made at 60 plus years old the sudden turn to one side, no. People don't fully change at that point. They just understand how they can manipulate it better. Thank you, Senator Lindsey Graham, you piece of shit. Um, But find out if your congressman, if your representative is on this list of people supporting this bill, do not vote for him, no matter what letter is next to their name. Go to your local party, get them to... Explain to them just how disgusting it is what they're doing and find out how you can run against this person in your party. Stand up for your ideals, people, because these now is the time when they are going to make the most covert steps to uh, take away our rights. And we have to be vigilant now more than ever. You know what this uh, this kind of reminds me of? Not only is this obviously a, a move to 
increase government power and decrease individual power. Yep. I also am curious who's getting rich off of this because there's not one bill, one law that goes through and across a desk. Well, I don't care what tier so, so of government you're, you're conflating two things. So look, it's not they're they don't have to be getting rich. They can be getting rich or expanding their power. If they're not Both. getting act No, they I don't see how they could profit off this. This is this is this is removing an as, as aspect of these companies like ability to um, you know, some of their it's part of for a lot of them their encryption is their selling point. Um, and so I'm if sure they're not I getting can, rich, I'm they're sure. expanding their power, or if not both. So how? what are they doing? They're expanding their power. They're expanding their ability to get in. Again, ladies and gentlemen, remember, the FBI had to hire a team of engineers to get into an iPhone. If this goes through, you will never hear them having to tell a story about how they had to hire a team of engineers to get into a phone again. There will just be backdoors. If you give me... A day or two, I'm sure I can figure out who's actually getting rich from it. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying no, but I'm saying, like, it's enough to ask the question, who's getting more power from this? And the chances are they're, and the chances are they're the same person. It's, yeah. the, it's the same. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure, in my opinion, everything that I've seen, yeah, yes, you would think either money or increasing their power, which then in turn gets them more yeah, money. The two um, are not usually mutually exclusive. So I'm just saying like... But I, I have found that recently they've yeah. gotten good enough and there's a broad enough market across the United States yeah. for literally everything. Um, our markets have moved to being more niche. Yeah. Everything. Um, someone's getting rich off of just about everything. No, and and that's and that's absolutely the case uh, with a lot of the big, like I said, the senators. Oh well, like, here, here, I'll give you my favorite example. Ever. Okay, my favorite Sorry. example ever. Do you re- recall when incandescent bulbs were essentially just like outlawed? Oh yeah, like when they were like, everybody go over to your LED, LED. bulbs, man. Yes. It'll make the world so much better. Yes, and so there was pretty much. I I, I don't think they were just outright banned, but they were going to get. Taxed they, they had the a hell use out, out date. They had a sell out date. Exactly. Yeah, and and essentially and you, know you the, had uh, to stop at some point. So, anyways, there was a there was one company that was ready for it, that was stocked up on Ooh. the LED market. Me, me thinks there was some insider trading going on. It was GE. Oh. But it wasn't insider trading. Well, I guess it was in a way. The CEO just happened to be a cabinet member to a certain president. Would that one be one? But uh, barry Yeah, that is Barry oh. from Honolulu. In his cabinet, I would just had, like had to the say CEO or COO or that or my president. good friend, the CEO of GE, is totally not profiting off of this little measure we're taking yeah. to improve the uh, future of the American people by making one light obsolete and only telling one company in the future. Yeah, no, so the corruption is deep. It was deep, and that one was so blatant. And no one Kobe, said you, a word. No, Kobe, I was like, Kobe, are Kobe, you serious? Kobe, pause, pause, pause. You, what you're insinuating right now is that there was a scandal mm-hmm. within the Obama presidency. I don't know about you, 
Um, but I have never seen a scandal about the Obama presidency. I watch CNN and MSNBC and uh, Trevor Noah on Comedy Central. And last I remember, the biggest controversy Obama was ever in- involved in was his tan suit controversy. Ah, uh, yes. Um, can, <laughs> can That's I, it. Can I bring up my uh, <laughs> one of my favorite things about that whole administration? Yes, please. Which s- jokes are still made about it today, yeah. but not as much. That uh, I think it was Nancy said that they they needed to pass Obamacare first, then read it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a big that was a big Democratic push. <laughs> We've got to get this bill world? passed so we can read it and find out. Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. So, so, so you got to pause they, there. Pa- they voted on it without yep. reading the whole. That was thing. that was the whole controversy. They took advantage of the fact that they had the votes, Isn't and they're like, yeah. So they were like, they were like, ha ha ha, fuck you, America. We're just gonna give you Obamacare, and I mean, lo and behold, it has made things worse. Granted. I the step in the direction of rem- certain things such as the pre-existing conditions clauses they should not be preempted from getting insurance but they should have to pay higher premiums look man like as someone who's you know mm-hmm. mother mm-hmm. would not have been able to get coverage with that I do think that there needs to be a provision for the the pre-existing conditions but companies sh- like th- with the understanding that you're going to have to pay more However, the ultimate end goal would to be to create a system where the prices were all fairly adjudicated and therefore um, it didn't matter because, you know, the health insurance would be unnecessary. You know how much you're paying for the care you're getting. Yeah, uh, if it was all up front, it would be a lot better. Which, shout out to President Trump for uh, for his executive order, or was it, I think it was signed into law that uh, hospitals now have to disclose their pricing. So and all pharmacies. You, you, and pharmacies. You they, know the ad, GoodRx, yeah. is a sole, like, result of that. Uh, I, I think it was an executive order, but I don't recall. I'm pretty sure it wasn't, which is fine. Like, uh, Yeah, whatever. But the GoodRx is a, a result. That is the birth child of that executive order. And it's what it is in the that. end. Exactly. And what it is in the end is, is it's... It's a positive reinforcement of government power. To me, that's that is an example of the government protecting the consumer the way it's supposed to. The fact yes. that that wasn't, the fact that that w- had to be done to me is, is an example whack. of why the government sucks. The fact that President Trump had to make it a thing that hospitals have to disclose the price for the service they're providing, to me, that's inexcusable. Yeah, which which, so if we look at capitalism. If we look at capitalism, um, its its true premise is based off of uh, a both beneficial, a mutually trade. beneficial agreement. A yeah. vol- at its core, an entirely voluntary agreement. Yeah, but Agre- yeah, yeah. If it, but which means is, mutually that beneficial. That is not the thing that that doesn't fall over to what we had prior. Yeah, no. With with hospitals and no. pharmacies, no, no. You at didn't all. know what you were paying until you. Had to buy it. Yeah, all you knew was a copay or a deductible. Everything was like a surprise, and eventually you stopped paying for stuff halfway through the year, and that's all you knew. Exactly. Oh, guess Which I met my so... deductible for the year. No, that's that is no. I want to be able to say 
No, that's, I don't want to do this. That's what I'm saying. That's not voluntary at all. So the reason that's not mutually beneficial. It's and like part you, of the problem. I got to know the price exactly. And so the 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 argument for a more open healthcare system, a more um, first off, we need to understand that the the most what is it? The most efficient way to make a market balance is to just introduce more con- competition. And so what we need to do is allow for low-end medical medical experts. Like, you need to allow for the two-star reviews on Yelp in the medical community that are incredibly... Because here's the thing. If I well, have something wrong with me... Will eat will beat them up. What? Because the... Well, the well, yeah. online diagnosis... But guess will, what? You're going to get a $20 yearly physical, and there's so little... No matter what doctor you go to, the physical is the same. Yeah, true. And so it's like... And that's where it would end up balancing it out because you're like, uh, this one, yeah, it's a two and a half star on Dr. Yelp here. But, you know, for the service I need, I just need to go in and get this rash looked at really quick mm-hmm. uh, and get told whether, you know, just get an ointment for it. This one's this one's two and a half star, but it's a twenty five dollar visit. This one's a four star, but it's a forty dollar visit, you know? Yeah. And I'm not too worried about this rash. Exactly. Um, and so in the, at the end you get the serv- the treatment you pay for, um, you know, but if you, if you have like a, a, a lower respiratory infection currently, you probably not going to the two store because, uh, well, who this knows is, they might got some Chinese test kits. <laughs> this is very true. But at the end of the day, I think this would be, this would be another one of those situations where it's like, I mean, if you're getting a Chinese test kit, you might have to take it a couple times to be sure. But well, no, you definitely gonna have it after. <laughs> for those who don't know, there were countries that were receiving test kits for the coronavirus from Hong from uh, China that were already positive for coronavirus because who fucking knew that a disgusting authoritarian regime wouldn't really have quality control as a part of their production process? I think they did it on purpose. I mean... (laughs) I really do. I think they don't give a fuck about anybody and they would rather see the panic spread to everyone else so they're not alone in their panic because they having no deaths, I call bullshit. Uh, They're in the Northern Hemisphere just like us. It's not hot over there, so... Uh, that virus hasn't died off either. And I don't, and like, I don't doubt it in the slightest. Like that, I will agree. You know, they still got the, (laughs) I will agree with most of what you said, but I think it's just a product of just, they're just like, no, fuck it. We don't care. We're just going to get it out. I think they're malicious. I think they're like, oh, fuck yeah. You. Actually, you know what? Yeah. There's, there's, I think it's more fuck you than we don't care and we don't want to spend that money. I mean, obviously, China is going to be saying fuck you because it's China and we're America. And there is, above all else, they want to come out of this looking good. And that is priority number one because they have to look good not for the rest of the world, they have to look good for their people. Now, the way they approach the rest of the world, that's what makes the soundbite that they blow up in their propaganda. But within their own country, they have like mil- like millions of people dedicated to searching the internet and censoring traffic coming out of China. Yeah, I feel you. And the, they are so insulated there that we have to realize that very little information of the truth is actually penetrating the Chinese curtain. And that that Chinese curtain is so so potent that right now the people of China truly do believe that like there's prob there are probably entire provinces that don't know anything has actually happened. I, I would actually probably bet money. Well, the place is so geographically big. 
and well, especially on the boonies. The well, the boonies, major population, the most sure. of the population is uh, centered in like the. That's what I'm saying. Part, Out but, in the boonies, they yeah. for sure probably don't know what's going on. I would, I would, yeah. I would put money down to say, well, half of their boonies are just getting electricity for the first time. Well, yeah, half their boonies. Yeah, I mean. Some 80% of China lives without drinkable water. Uh, the amount of Chinese metropolitan areas. That's something you don't ever hear about either. Oh, yeah. No, no, one ever, no one ever tells is. you that the how significant the portion of Chinese people is that live below the UN's own water uh, scarcity guidelines. China, like the average Chinese person has about as much water as the Afri- average African child living out in the fucking countryside. You know the ones that barely have access to water. Yeah, they they live the same water style as uh, the average Chinese person. Yeah, well, that I mean, uh, to me that doesn't surprise me. Uh, I'm sure it surprises some people, <laughs> which I don't. Which kind of blows my mind. But uh, yeah, it's interesting that they keep it hush hush though. I mean, it's not. It's not very. That's obviously. I like, can tell want, you. No, they, I can tell you why. They Kobe, keep it come no, on. Well, China's up, amazing. China's you know amazing. About that though. China's amazing. They Where have, did you, do you read know, about it? Kobe, do you know what China's poverty rate is? Zero. It's 0.3%. That is so much better than America. Essentially zero. That's pretty they much. Is, China's just doing. You see that. I Ergo, that. I am not surprised that the reality is most people in China live okay. in water. No, scarcity. I understand. I understand. But obviously, there are people like you and me. Yeah. And some of our listeners, if not all of our listeners, that understand how bad China is. Yeah. I like China. I, hey. China. China. There's a lot of us that know about it. Yeah. But why does the mainstream media cover up? Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm about to tell you about Tencent and Alibaba. Yes, who own the hell out of everything. But not only that, not only that, because a lot of politicians are not owned by Tencent, Alibaba, and Al Jazeera. They are owned by that. But what they are owned by are globalists. And globalists are the obvious ones who, if they can spread communism and collectivism collectivism to the United States, they can take it down and create a new world order. Yeah, no, there's always going to be those power grabs. By the way, people, I always encourage you to start looking at some of the resolutions that have been passed by the UN, specifically in the early 20s regions, specifically ones detailing how they would rebuild a new world order if everything went to shit, like there was a global plague that killed off huge swaths of the population, how they would rebuild society, simple things like that. Um, So, obviously... (laughs) Simple things like that. (laughs) Obviously, there's globalists. But I think more importantly, what we have to recognize in this is that there is no excuse for pardoning the Chinese Communist Party of their responsibility in this. And any what this has done is this has given us a great litmus test for the media going forward. If you are you call yourself a reporter and you put out anything that remotely implied that you believe the statistics coming out of China, I'm the media then um, 
you have zero credibility from now until forever because holy crap if you think china is accurately reporting what's going on you might be one of the stupidest humans walking earth i think if you're going to be a reporter if you're going to be a part of the media el mediosos and you say the chinese government reports this this and this you should put an asterisk by it and you don't even have to label your asterisk at the bottom of the did, page did you see but the asterisk is enough for everyone goes oh yeah well this is the chinese government that's reporting these well, this is you, not what we estimate did you see that trump called out a reporter on being a chinese propaganda outlet she started asking him questions well, about how chinese yeah no exactly how china was doing x y and z better than the united states he goes are you with china are you a chinese propagandist you sound like you're rich you sound like you're with china is your new do you work for china well yeah uh turns out the newspaper they were for is like the the hong kong phoenix rising or something like that and uh, it's absolutely oh, a Chinese pro- propaganda outlet, like verified Chinese <laughs> propaganda. The man is, I'll give him this, like the man knows what's going on. Like, yeah, he's, he's funny. Like, people say he's an idiot, it's because they get called out. He calls well, out Jim Acosta here's, here's constantly. Here's one thing. Uh, I want to see if you notice this as well. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to attack him for whatever they can. Well, yeah. And if they can Orange get man, away bad. with lying about it, they will. Obviously, yes, always. But when's the last time you actually heard them say, oh, he's unpresidential in the way he, like, in his speeches and stuff, especially these these press briefs? Constantly. They're, all, they're, always, they're, they're always saying it's, he's unpresidential, and it's like, um, what they have effectively done, they bash him when he talks about positive uh, outlooks in the statistics. Uh-huh. And they bash him when he talk, uh, talks about out, uh, hopeful out, outlooks in the, in the uh, treatments. What they have done with the mass media and CNN and MSNBC and HuffPost and Vox and BuzzFeed, all of these shithole news outlets, um, they are the shithole countries of the media, if you will. Now, um, one, one thing, you're yeah. reading into it more than what I asked you. Which is oh fine. yeah, no, they because they have uh, not used that phrase. No, I heard. I, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I've I heard somebody. Heard I've I've heard it in the last couple. The weeks. reason I haven't I haven't thought I've heard it, which I've watched a lot. They do. They talk about how he's falsifying this. How Always. he's lying about this. How he's selling you yeah. hope when we shouldn't be. Yada yada yada. They do all that, but I haven't heard the phrase. Oh, he sounds very unpresidential, which is what they were doing prior to uh, the Russia Gate. Because if you're going to say he's unpresidential, then you're going to then you're implying that Joe Biden is pre- presidential. In which case, you're you're basically saying, yeah, I'd rather have like a freaking trash can lid be my president. Not, not only that, but with how serious he has, even when he's calling out people, yeah. he has a very serious tone. He's not making jokes on these press briefs that yeah, i've no, seen i'm he's, he might have made one because the problem is is he has been very even, presidential yeah lately. even when when a reporter asked him about kung flu yeah he stayed very serious he was like what what did he call you it again no he was trying not to <laughs> i know 
<laughs> you know, he's in there like, yeah, some, what did they say? Kung flu? What was that? Kung flu? So you just keep saying kung flu? Okay. Uh, well, by the way, funny. remind me later, whoever said that, they get a promotion. Because it is objectively funny. <laughs> it's the Wuhanic plague. So uh, the reason, in my opinion, that yeah. they aren't using that particular term yeah. is if you're watching CNN, MSNBC, ABC, whatever, and you're watching... If they show you longer than a five second clip, oh yeah, you obviously hear his tone, yeah, you hear, yeah. and you say, "Oh, he just said he's unpresidential." Yeah, I don't know how anyone else would sound. It sounds like it sounds like what he's doing for us right now. You know what? What he's doing us for us right now is exactly what Winston Churchill did for Britain during the the siege of of you know the London bombings and all that stuff in World War Two. It is he is sitting there every day trying to give us whatever information he has to try to just give us hope moving forward. I am, you know, better than any, Kobe proud of your president, Kobe. What was my attitude towards president Trump? When you first met me, uh, you thought he was an idiot. I did. You said, uh, yeah, he's better than Hillary, but this dude's a fucking idiot. Uh, I believe you use that word as well. Uh, That seems like what I thought (laughs) about him. I I will admit right up. That's what I thought about him. Yeah. And I said, nah, bro. Ah, he he definitely knows more than what he leads on to believe. But I think that was strategic. Yeah, I still think it is strategic. Um, There's a lot of little instances where he acts like he doesn't know anything. And everyone kind of face palms and says, how does he not know? If you're asking yourself, how does he not know? He's definitely been briefed on it. Yeah. Like he's. You can't do your job without getting briefed. No, and it's on like, everything. and he's had a target on his back since day negative one for this. So, um, he's, I have had to be, you know, I've I've had to to eat crow and just acknowledge the fact that you know what. He is hated by the leftist media, but the leftist media hates more than anything else whatever threatens their power, and he is absolutely a threat to their power. Well, he yeah, does... on day two, they they were hating on him and calling for impeachment on day negative one, but on day two, he was like, ah, CNN should lose their license. <laughs> yeah, like he <laughs> immediately came out guns. He came, immediately came out guns blazing, and it was. Uh, and I really think. Like, you cannot convince me he's doing... He had literally no reason to do this. Zero reason for him to run for president. Like, you can say he wanted to expand his brand, but, like, there would have... He's, he's, he's too deep now. He would have... There would If he was just doing it to improve his brand, he they would have hit the nexus of where he had maximized his brand exposure and he would have dropped out of the race. For sure, because but you're he in didn't. too deep now. You, he you, didn't. You can't... He's not able to run his business right now. And deal with this kind of stuff. No, and it's not. But it's not just that. It's like the being the president of the United States is the most stressful job in the world. Although he doesn't look like he's age. Exactly. He's eating it, bro. Like he he doesn't care. He seems like the only one who's able to handle it because he just doesn't. He knows what. Like yeah, he he he's a very boisterous, exaggeratorial, like narcissistic. Um, a bunch of but he doesn't care about the critics. But he. He's he lies, but he's honest. 
You get what I'm trying to say? I, he's, I, I feel you. He's honest about what where the truth actually lies, but he really likes to pump himself up, and he l- often lies about his own success. <laughs> However, but when he's saying stuff, but even that gets... That's, that's not what I said. That's what they said. <laughs> that's, that's not what I said. That's what they said. That's what... I'm telling I, you, I, that, I didn't say that. I, they I said that. I make the best grilled cheeses. I, I, I wouldn't say that about myself. That's just what I... That's what people tell me. <laughs> I'm not saying that they're saying that. No, like Gordon Ramsay loved my <laughs> grilled mac and cheese. And that's, I would never say that, but he said it. I mean, <laughs> ask him. Like, <laughs> no. So, so it's a. Uh, so like, I will say, like, uh, I am. Uh, I the reason why I am so okay with what the government is doing right now on a federal level. The reason why I'm so okay with it is because I truly do not think Donald Trump is there to seize power. I don't think he could care less for the power. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Um, and I I do think I truly, by what I've read and how people before he ran for president talked about him, not post, because you can't trust what anybody says yeah. after. Um is that even though he was wealthy as hell and you know playing the game as he should even though he was wealthy he saw him like never above himself as your common working man yeah because he he understood how necessary they were if he was going to put up a large hotel yeah the average man has to be the one who puts it together because yeah. he ain't getting dirty. <laughs> nope. And I think he said it really well last week in one of his addresses. He goes, look, if you're trashing me, you're trashing everyone who's working for me right now. You're trashing every level of the operation. You say I'm doing poor. You're saying the doctors, the nurses, the police officers, the grocery store workers, the truck driver, everyone who is contributing right now to keep this society functional and flowing. You're saying they're also doing a bad job because they are just as much a part of the response as I am. Yeah, exactly. And I appreciate that. If nothing else, like, yeah, you know what? The federal government really fucked up in their response to this. But you know what they've done since then? They have done whatever, like, they have taken a lot of really good steps to ensure that they are maintaining, they're maintaining the country, in a sense. And I think it's really important to acknowledge that though they fucked up in the in the beginning, they have done a really good job since then of addressing the needs that a lot of these states have. New York was not swamped. Uh, by the way, can we talk about the fact that the predictions for the deaths by the end of August has gone from 250,000 with social distancing to 80 to about 82,000 to now they're saying about 42,000. So quick round of applause. To the people of America for doing a good job social distancing. But to get back to what I was saying. Well, hold up, bro. Enough with COVID. We'll be all right. Yeah, we will. We're, we're, we're going to be fine. I wanted to ask you a different question. All right. I wanted to ask you, what do you think that the audience has to look forward to coming up in our episodes? So... We are common nonsense, which means that there's a lot of, you know, it implies a general knowledge of a lot of nothing. So, what the audience can look, what you guys can look forward from uh, to from us is, you know, we have our standard podcast, which is 45 minutes plus, you know, hour plus. But we're also going to be doing a bunch of little mini episodes on very specialized topics. 
Sometimes we'll be talking video games. Sometimes we'll be talking American history, you know, just little tiny others, you know, side snips. just to give you guys a better idea of who we are as people. And, you know, just to just to add some variety to the content coming out. You know, we play a lot of video games. We'll be streaming, potentially streaming ourselves doing that. If not, we'll just be doing videos of ourselves doing that. But you guys can expect, you know, a variety of content. If you're tired of hearing the politics side, we're going to be putting out stuff that's not politics, specifically because it's not politics. So, um, mainly, we just want to give you guys stuff to listen to, and we we hope that our voices are just a little bit less annoying than everyone else's, so that you listen to us the most. So, I think I think you guys have a lot to look forward to on the horizons, and hopefully, we can keep coming to you with you know this 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 stellar content that I think we can. So, stay tuned. Our YouTube channel. Uh, which is still common nonsense uh, with Kevin and Kobe. Uh, look for there for for our little mini episodes. Of course, they'll be releasing on the podcast side of things, but as well, um, potentially video content. We're still working on this. We are a very small, small little outfit right here. In fact, we're, re- we're currently recording in Kobe's bedroom. So um, we're trying to just see how we can expand and what we can do to expand to bring as much good content to you guys as possible so stay tuned i promise i promise there's some really good stuff on the horizon yeah well that's it that'll do it for us today um we're at an hour's worth of recording so wow it just flies by ladies and gentlemen this has been another episode of common nonsense with kevin and kobe make sure to follow us on our social media platforms as they go up um and uh thank you guys again for the listen you guys have a wonderful and safe rest of your uh, day hashtag quarantine